0: Hello, you're listening to singled out with Gabrielle Denise. Hola, everyone. Welcome back to singled out the show where we tell stories that matter and feature youth doing amazing things in our community. We have an amazing show. today. But before we get started, let's go to our moment of inspiration. This moment of inspiration comes from Psalms 56 verse eight. And it says, you keep track of all of my sorrows, you have collected all my tears in your bottle, and you have recorded each one in your book. In this episode today, we're going to be talking about how God really sees and hears us, but I just wanted to encourage any of you who have had a rough week and you felt like maybe God was... Laughing at you because of your tears when in all reality every time we cry It's a form of worship and God is stands near us and he takes the time to count each of our tears and collect them So hopefully this is a little bit of inspiration for you If you like to sponsor your own moment of inspiration, you can go to uh, my Instagram at singledout.underscore And go to the contact form. I would love to hear from you We're going to go on a short commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to have Sophia in the studio with us to talk about how she sang for Jesus and how worship really can stop the flaming arrows of the enemy. So stay tuned. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Singled Out, the show where we tell stories that matter and highlight youth doing amazing things in the community. So today we have Sophia in the studio with us. Hi, it's
1: great to have you here. Hi, Gabrielle. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for inviting
0: me. Yeah, no problem. So I'm super excited about our topic today. Um, We're talking about how, like, singing for Jesus and how we are supposed to go out into the world and spread his word. So I guess my first question for you is, can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do?
1: Yeah, so again, my name is Sophia. I live in Manhattan with my husband. I'm a newlywed for almost a year now. Um, And currently, in this season of life, I'm a stay-at-home wife. But I am heavily involved in ministry along with my husband. We do ministry in our church and also in the community in New York City. So that looks very, very different than the typical ministry. Right. But it's really exciting and one of that is the ministry that I function in is worship, um, as a worship leader. So my heart really burns for worship and also it burns for seeing people's lives transformed. Right. Um, so that's a little bit about me, I guess.
0: Okay. Yeah. That sounds awesome. So, um, why did you decide to sing for Jesus like specifically?
1: Yeah. Um, I grew up in a family of musicians both of my parents are now pastors but when i was really little and before i was born um my dad was a traveling worship artist oh
0: that's cool so, <laughs> yeah
1: so i remember growing up he would be gone on tour um and sometimes my mom would go alongside with him because my dad published some albums like in the 90s hmm. um and then he became a pastor more so. I'm, I'm the youngest of the family. So more when I grew up, I experienced him more as pastor. Right. But with that said, in my family and in my household, music and worshiping Christ was always at the forefront. Like I would wake up and my dad would be on the piano singing to Jesus Aww. and I would just be joining him or we would have like weekly devotionals and we would sing all together. So it was always a core part of who we were, and then obviously growing up in the church as a pastor's kid, you kind of help (laughs) out everywhere, but especially in the areas that you're gifted in, and my parents realized that um, the Lord did give me a gift of singing, and I was really shy. I remember I was really, really shy at first. They wanted me to sing on the worship team, but I actually... I was like, give me some time. Apparently, mm-hmm. this is what they told me that I told them, give me some time to <laughs> be comfortable. Um, so they did. And then after I said, I'll be fine if I don't sing lead. Right. So I remember my sister taught me how to harmonize. So she would be the lead singer, and I would be in the background, kind of just harmonizing on the worship team on Sundays. And so that was what it was for a while until it was later into my teens that. I began to be more confident when right. I truly felt I felt from the Lord. And one of the few times that I heard the voice of the Lord actually in my life was specifically in regards to worship. Um, I heard him tell me, this is where I want you. Specifically. Right. And so since then, um, I remember my dad prayed over me, kind of like commissioning me into this ministry. Mm-hmm. And since then, I I led, led worship in my church and then I also worked at various churches. I worked for my Christian university as a worship leader as well while I was doing college. Um, and then after that, I was in other churches. And it's just been beautiful to volunteer, to work at this too, which has been right. a reliable guide. And then now to just do it, you know, in whatever way I can. Okay. Um, that's why kind of how it all started, <laughs> worshiping Jesus
0: oh that's cool so does your dad um is he still a pastor
1: he is um but right now they're in like a season of transition because oh, they okay. just just to the united states from okay. Guatemala. so their church was in guatemala and now um they kind of handed the reins over mm-hmm. but they were pastors you know for more than 20 years maybe 30
0: oh wow um, that's pretty cool um,
1: <laughs> i think i had yeah, a similar
0: story to you too because um like i started in the church and I remember being like six years old, and they had like the little uh, kids choir, and I remember being a part of that, like just banging my little tambourine, and it was really fun. Like I really, really liked it. So I think singing has also been a part of my life for a lot of it, you know. Oh,
1: that's awesome! I didn't I actually didn't know that. Really?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, it's great to grow up in it and then see how it's still a part of you when you're an adult. Right,
0: exactly. Especially since now, like, you know, I transitioned to being on the praise team at my church. So it's just kind of cool to see how, like, that kind of all, like, was woven mm-hmm. in my life. Yes.
1: Since you were little,
0: yeah. All right. Um, so what do you say that you love most about ministering through song? Because I know other people, you know, some people minister through speaking, and then some people like to do, like, you know, door-to-door and stuff like that. But what do you think is special about ministering through song specifically?
1: Um, I think the Lord is such a creative God. Yeah. And it's so cool how he made such a thing. As music
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, the fact that like different melodies instruments words can come together and make something so beautiful is like art and God is an artist we look around and everything is so beautiful of what he created so the fact that we can take that and that in itself points to the beauty of the Creator so we can join in with the Creator with art through praising and talking about who he is. I just find that just mind-boggling thinking about how some little melody that I sing can be worshiped to who made it all happen. Um, I think it's a beautiful, it's just a beautiful form of expression. Right. And I love it because it can be so diverse and so different. Mm -hmm. It's so different in different parts of the world. Right. It can sound insanely different. Um, You know, obviously different languages, different tones, there's hymns, there's contemporary, there's gospel, Um, you know, there's, there's just just everything. And you can be singing it loud, like from, from a stage with a microphone, right? You can be in your room by yourself, half weeping and singing out this little song and, it doesn't matter because it's all worship to God, mm-hmm. and it's all such a beautiful sound to the Lord when it's coming from hearts that are honest and pure. Yeah, and I love it because it's not just something that's like a little thing that you do, but it's actually making a change in the spiritual atmosphere. Mm-hmm. We know that the world that we live in—it's not flesh and blood, um, but it's by spirits and principalities. Right, exactly. There's a spiritual war going on. And the fact that we can put our armor on with the word of God and uh, along with that, attach a creative expression that exalts the word of God is just beautiful and powerful. And it's not it's not just something small, but it's a big it's a big deal. So right. that's kind of why I love it so much.
0: <laughs> Very well said. And I love what you said because um, and it makes me think about how in the Bible, because, you know, Lucifer, he used to be an angel of music and i see now like so much because i went on like this cleanse where i really stopped listening to secular music as much um except for like certain like throwback songs and stuff like that and i really noticed a change in just my life and like my every day how much more peaceful i was how much more connected to god that i was and i realized that like a lot of the music and stuff that we listen to now is influenced by those spirits their spirits and music and so we have to be so careful about like, guiding our ears, um, guarding our hearts, guarding everything, because all it takes is, you know, one song for us to start going down a path of, like, wrong thinking, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, I totally get what you mean. Music is so powerful, and I do think... You know, just as you talked about with Lucifer, we have to be weary as Christians. Right? What are we feeding our spirit? Mm-hmm. It's either going to be good things, things of the Lord, that all things of the Lord are good and pleasing to Him, or things that are not going to be nurturing to our spirit. So every day with a bunch of different things, we have a decision to make. Right. But if you think of songs like anthems or things that you're proclaiming, because if you're singing along to something, you kind of are. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want that anthem to be? Do you right. want it to be something polluted that's anti-Christ? Or do you want something that's going to be filling to your spirit and your heart and going to water the seed that is in you? of the Lord. Right. So it is it's not something small, so I totally get what you mean and I do think it's important to encourage people, especially young Christians. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right now, like you can listen to everything under the sun. You know, you open to TikTok and there's a new song that's right, exactly. kind of cool. Um but can probably does probably doesn't have the best message. Mm-hmm. It's just good to be aware aware um of what you're listening to.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And I did want to ask, because I know um, sometimes you guys go out and sing, like, in the subway, in, like, New York City. What has been some of, like, the reactions that you guys see from some of the people that are walking by? Because I know that not everybody is a Christian, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will say it takes a lot of boldness and courage in to go out in a public square. Just, I, I think of it, like, it took a lot of courage for the disciples back in the day to, in the public squares, preach about the good news.
0: Right, exactly. Um,
1: and, we, you know, we think of Jonah, how God told him to preach to Nineveh, and Nineveh was going wild with the sins that they <laughs> exactly. were doing, and that's why Jonah was like, I do not want to go there. Right. They're to kill me. Okay, thankfully, I don't think anybody's going to be doing that sort of thing <laughs> if you're preaching. However, there is a lot of spiritual opposition, right. and it could even be like, physical opposition or verbal mm-hmm. um you know people being rude um possibilities of people spitting on you or whatever right, exactly like that. thankfully that hasn't ever happened to me okay good i was about to say <laughs> no there's has been verbal opposition or you know looks or people mocking as they go by right um but there has been people that are receptive mm-hmm. that gather around to listen um, you obviously see some people breaking down, crying, or staying for a while afterwards and asking questions, right. asking how that's connected with the church, or if we know of any church, mm-hmm. um, asking for prayer. like It's definitely making a change in the atmosphere. And something that I've been learning about recently is it's that um, the world is the Lord's. Right. So there is such a thing as like spiritual territory. There is a lot of oppression in certain parts of In certain cities or in certain parts of the world, because there's a lot of darkness going on.
0: There is. (laughs) Uh,
1: When we proclaim the good news, when we're worshiping publicly in an area that's proclaiming back spiritual territory for the Lord and saying, This is the Lord's land and we're not going to let darkness completely overcome it. I think that's why it's so important to be doing that in the city and we see the positive responses that come alongside that, even though there are some negative ones. Right, there always will be. It just builds up your courage, honestly, and it, it builds you up to really think like, why is there so much opposition if this is just fake? Like, why are there so many people right. that you can literally see them like just internally having such angry reactions? But right, you have to keep going. Hmm.
0: That actually kind of like segues really well into like the last question. So, how do you combat spiritual opposition with worship?
1: Hmm. Um. I, I think it's really important to know the role that worship had in the Bible, specifically in regards to war times. Right. How they used to put the worshipers on the front, <laughs> um, which is just, again, it's like the battlefront. Like, it's like be, putting your armor of worship, it's like your first line of defense against the enemy. Right. Um, and so... We see so many times in the Bible how it says, like, um, not word for word, but, you know, like, when you're going through something like struggling or suffering, mm-hmm. the Bible calls us to worship. That's our first line of defense. Right, yeah. And any type of spiritual oppression or opposition, we're called to worship because that changes the atmosphere. That takes the power away from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so I love it so much. Because it's a direct response to obedience to what the Lord calls to do. Right. Because it changes the atmosphere and it breaks chains. Mm
0: hmm Yeah. And I love that, um, especially in the Bible. Like, I've been reading about Job and how he, like, worshipped God through prayer. But even um, David, you know, going out in the streets and really just breaking loose and people thinking that something was wrong with him. But I think that as Christians, when we worship – You know, it can look different for everybody. You know, maybe some people don't really love singing, but maybe they worship God through just silent prayers. Or maybe some people worship God through tears. You know, there's many different ways I feel that we can, like, worship God. But I do think it's beautiful how there's not really a specific way to do things, you know. We don't have to always sing a song or sing this certain song for it to be worshiped to God and that he hears us you know whichever way that it's done as long as we do it in a way that's glorifying to him you know
1: yeah 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 I think exactly like you could be just playing the piano for right. the Lord you could be singing a song in your room uh, you could be leading worship like there's all these different ways but the Lord looks at our heart Right. I think one of the Biggest things is music is one avenue that's really special and creative and that the Lord calls us to. Right. Mm -hmm. Our lives, living out our lives in obedience is what's true worship.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: True worship will seep into your musical worship.
0: Yeah. And that's true because I know that there's been times where I went to a worship service and my life wasn't lining up with the Bible and I knew it and my heart wasn't really in the worship it's like it's really hard to have your heart into worship if your life doesn't correspond and you're not like walking with God you know it was just all it all kind of feels uh like fake a little bit you know
1: right yep yep because it's it's like you can't trick your mouth into saying something that your heart really isn't holding on to right
0: exactly yeah Okay, well, that is awesome. Um, it's been so great to have you on the show. Um, would you just tell the people how they could, like, get in contact with you? Or maybe if they wanted to come and just, like, see a show in New York sometimes when you guys are, like, performing? Um, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so as of right now, my main point of social media would be my Instagram. Mm-hmm. My Instagram is SweetlySophia. Yeah. Um, S W E E T M Y S O F I A A. So it's two A's at the end. And then, in regards to how we worship, honestly, as of right now, with my husband, we're being like randomly booked. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, last month we were in one church, in two churches that just reached out to us. Mm -hmm. Uh, This week we're doing. Worship for a Youth Conference that reached out to us. So we're kind of like hopping all over the place. Right, okay. Uh, The current church that we're attending that does great worship in New York City and does worship in the subways as well that I would recommend, Mm -hmm. it's called King's Church NYC. Okay, You can find them on Instagram as well.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much. Do you have anything else that you would like to say to the audience?
1: Um, Sure, I'll just say, keep your eyes on the prize. And the prize is Jesus first and foremost, and he'll fill your heart more than anything can.
0: Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, I'm going to go on a quick commercial break, and then when we come back, we're going to have the song of the week. Today's song of the week is an epic new single by artist Ecclesia called Baptized in the Fire. I'm sure y'all have probably never heard this song before, but as soon as I heard it, I knew I had to feature it on Song of the Week because it is one of those songs that will definitely get you up and dancing. So the song starts with like a really nice heavy R&B vibe, and then it kind of goes towards a more worshipful, slow vibe. Then after that, it switches to a Caribbean chant and finishes with a really nice surprise that ties the whole song together. I definitely give this song a 1 out of 10 for repetitiveness because there is a little bit of repetitiveness with the chant, but the overall message of the song is that as Christians, we are to be baptized in the fire. So without further ado, here is your song of the week, Baptized in Fire by Ecclesia. To listen to the song of the week, you can visit my Spotify playlist at www.tinyurl.com That was today's episode of Singled Out. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you follow us on Instagram at singleout.underscore where we share more stories that matter and quotes for the rest of your week. Also, make sure you visit com for more information about what is going on in this awesome community. I'll see you next week. Bye.